0: On this episode, for real, we're going to get into the penalties. You tease. (laughs) Uh, That's what you said last time. I did say that last time, but there was just so much Lucifer drama that um, we had to put it on hold. But we are going to kind of start with the penalties today when we get to the temple uh, portion. So no
1: worries. All right. And we got some other stuff coming up, too. Stick around. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl trying to figure out her life. I'm Mary. I'm Shelly. And I'd
0: like to point out that today's episode is episode 92, which was the year I graduated from high school. Mary, what year did you graduate from high school?
1: Moving on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Funny.
0: Mary also pointed out before we started that even though she's a bit older than me, I have all the white hair, and she has almost none. It's true. Mm-hmm. But I also have seven kids, hence the white hair. I've always had a baby face. You, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I think you look younger than me.
1: It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> There's a picture I posted. I don't know. Might have been on your page uh-huh. about why didn't anyone tell you you were a gay? Gotcha. Did I just say a gay? Did I? Say you might that? have. <laughs> I'm a gay. And I posted this picture. I'm like, I don't know. I look kind of stoned, even though I'm not at mm-hmm. all. Likely I was in a were. Jesus camp. Doesn't matter. I wasn't stoned. But you look like, how old were you in that picture? Well, that's what I'm saying. I look like I'm about 14, but I think I'm about 25.
0: Oh <laughs> that's weird. For some reason, I feel like I robbed the cradle with you.
1: Yes. Winning. Winning.
0: (laughs) That's hilarious. Anyway, moving on. Yeah,
1: we just got back from the beach. We did. What a
0: great week that was. It was so...
1: Relaxing. Relaxing. You want me to just fill in all the adjectives? Yes. It was so... (laughs) Uh, Peaceful. We had a... Restful. (laughs) We had some seafood. Okay. Seriously, though... Beach um, seafood sucks. Let's be honest. Oh, my God. They have the location... They don't have to put any effort into the food. Right. This Although is how
0: I, I feel about resort areas. I had a piece of flounder that covered the entire plate. You did, but was it good? It um, was a little fishy. It was a little fishy. Uh-huh. You, you had to put a lot of tartar on it. The oysters were good. <laughs> yes. The raw oysters kicked ass. Yeah, so yeah.
1: basically this restaurant shouldn't cook anything. No, like <laughs> stay away from the kitchen. Because I had some mahi-mahi that was just dry. It's a little dry. And flavorless. Maybe you should have soaked it in some milk. Okay. I'm losing my appetite suddenly. Wait, the hush
0: puppies were good if you put a bunch of butter on them.
1: At that point, I think I was so turned off, I just stopped eating.
0: (laughs) I know, I should have eaten yours, but I was so stuffed. And the key lime pie was really good. Okay, sure. All right. Got to find some um, happiness there.
1: Generally good to just kind of sit our butts in um, beach chairs and get a little vitamin D Mm -hmm. and just enjoy the week. Yeah. Yeah. We
0: it's still good. worked though. We did. We did a lot of work, but that's <laughs> fine. We got some rain. It was a working vacation. It was. Yeah. We got some rain, so that um, provided us the time to sit indoors and do some work. We yeah. also had the bonehead dogs with us. Oh
1: my God. Mm-hmm. Bitsky barking at every stupid thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Also, for those just tuning in, uh, our dog Domino is also nicknamed Bitsky, and Shitsky. <laughs> <laughs> He's got lots of names. So does Eddie. Yeah, it doesn't
0: matter. Anyway, well, we did make it home. We did. So yay! I was
1: pretty much us. editing the podcast the entire time.
0: Yeah, that's true. You kind of ditched me to just sit there and drive alone. Yeah.
1: So um, <laughs> Dan from Extension Audio and I played tag team on the editing. He makes this amazing sound mm-hmm. that I don't even know what he does. I don't know. What it's like kind a bird call. Magic. <laughs> Filters he has. It's because he has the priesthood he can do that <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> or used to, anyway.
1: Yeah. And then because I'm picky pants, I go back through and take out, like, all the alms and stuff. Not every single one. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to have a sound human, for God's sake. You do. Basically, Mary
0: <laughs> makes this sound really, really good. Um, for those of you who are going to go to our meet and greet coming up, you will realize that, you know,
1: sometimes— we stumble. I especially. We stutter and we stuff. We stutter
0: and stumble and blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah, clear our throats. Mm-hmm. Did, <laughs> I, did I just partially announce something and now I need to oh, get some Oh, you just should go
1: through with that. Let's do it. What's the announcement, Shelly? I'm about
0: to tell you the announcement. Okay. So I am leaving for Utah in a few days. Yes, you well, are. when this episode comes out, I will already be, will in be in Utah. You will be in Utah. I in Utah. Yes. Um, I'm going to be there for about three weeks helping my parents get moved, hopefully. That's a whole other side story. Oh, my gosh. Jesus, talk about that the drama. That is so crazy. I'll fill people in after this announcement. Okay. Because I know you guys are just dying to know what's oh, going on for with sure. my parents moving into an old folks home. <laughs> it's just... Riveting. Uh-huh. Anyway, put this on your calendars. October 11th. Yes, that is a Sabbath. We do like to celebrate on the Sabbath mm-hmm. because typically it's more fun to be out because the Mormons aren't all out.
1: Well, but. that was the day we could rent the pavilion. Well, there's that too. Okay.
0: <laughs> Murray <laughs> Park.
1: This Murray is, Park. This
0: is Murray, Utah. We had someone in Arizona be like, where's Murray Park? It's not. It's in Utah. The address there is 495 East, 5300 South. That's 495 East, 5300 South in Murray. This will be Pavilion number 2. We have it reserved. Yeah, what time does that start? Starts at 4 o'clock. Okay. We have it reserved until 10. I don't know how long we're staying. Yeah. I'm also writing down here, bring food and social distance with us. So we are, of course, concerned about COVID. I'm going to be around my elderly parents uh, a lot. So please... We would really appreciate if you would wear a mask, and we are going to do our very, very best to stay six feet apart from everybody. That's why we rented a very huge pavilion. Yeah. So Okay,
1: I'm going to get non-Mormon on you right now. What? If you don't wear a mask, you're not invited. Oh. Huh? That's how tough I'm getting with this, kids.
0: Well, I would say— if you don't wear a mask, you will need to stay at least ten feet away from everybody. No, nope.
1: no mask, you don't come.
0: No mask, you don't come. No, I'm, you're right. I'm getting, I'm going to be tough on this. Well, and tough I love. If, yes, Mary's no spring chick. She can't afford to get. <laughs> COVID, she will be dead in a week. Uh, No, but but really, I'm around my elderly parents that entire three weeks. I don't want to get it either. I'm not saying any of you have it. I'm just saying, let's please wear masks, whether you are pro-mask or anti-mask, really don't care. We're asking you to please wear a mask.
1: With love. With love. Yes. Boom. There you go. And you need to wear it over your nose and your mouth, (laughs) because that is a pet peeve of mine. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Have you ever seen anyone wear it just over their nose? How do you do that? (laughs) I think they call that a snore strip.
0: <laughs> That's probably it. That That's does no funny. good. Uh, that is funny. Okay, we're also saying bring food. I mean, we're going to be there starting sure. at 4 o'clock. So we can just hang out, bring food, be, bring drinks. I think if you hide your alcohol in like a brown paper sack, the park cops don't question you.
1: Yeah, we're just going to hang. So, yeah, so I guess it's restaurant rules. If Mm -hmm. you're eating and drinking, you sit in your place and you do that. And then if you're mingling, you put the mask on. Yeah. I know it's kooky, you guys. It is, but we just want to. We're just trying to figure this out. Yeah,
0: and I know that we'll have people there that might very well have lung issues. Oh, people have immune stuff, for sure.
1: We will continue to announce this as it gets closer. But Do people need to bring chairs or will the pavilion have all that stuff? Uh, the pavilion has
0: some tables. picnic tables, They right? have picnic tables, but feel free to bring chairs if you want to be sort of on the outskirts because of COVID, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. So if you are not on social media, I would recommend that you check our website in, you know, like a few days before the party in case some something happens that needs to be changed to a different
1: location. So please stay yeah, on Yeah, I'll put updates on the homepage. Yep. latterdaylesbian.org. Oh, that's us. Also, if you just happen to slip up and write in .com at just... Automatically automatically uh, takes you there. Takes you to the .org website. Yeah, Mary made that happen. I called the Bluehost web hosting <laughs> people.
0: Okay, well, that is like <laughs> making it happen. It is making it happen. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to be in Utah? Everyone knows, because we've announced before, talked about it, that my parents are getting old. They need to get moved. It is interesting how family relationships change when it involves, I guess, your parents' getting older. You mean the dynamics? The dynamics. So, went into this with not the best relationship with one of my brothers, and now that we're into this, that one brother, it's like we've forgiven each other and we are having like a good relationship. Okay. The other brother that I talk to the most, the relationship now has been so damaged, yeah, because of disagreement that I don't really want to have contact with him until and unless he apologizes.
1: It's tough when you have relationships with close friends or family members when you just cannot agree. Yeah. And it's like, I am putting a line in the sand. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. That's how you feel. We can't compromise on it. We can't see eye to eye. hmm It's like you guys can't even, mostly from his standpoint, agree to disagree. Like, it's not at all pleasant at this point. Right. It's unfortunate.
0: The reason it's been so unpleasant for me is the language he's used, the aggression he has used.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: When there's a disagreement between family members, this is not all cases, obviously, but for me, coming at it with a very aggressive point of view, name-calling— Um, That's just not helpful. Right. It's just not helpful. And it's not helpful in this situation. And this brother has basically ostracized himself from the rest of us at this point because he has been such a bully and aggressive with his stance. It's sad, but it is what it is,
1: you know? Bully is definitely an interesting word because if you can't get someone to see your point of view Mm -hmm. with pleasantries. Right. And you're really invested in them agreeing with you, thinking about it the way you think about it. Right. and Anything sort of pleasant hasn't worked. No, not at all. So you have to amp it up. You have to amp it up and start bullying them, start name-calling them, start belittling them. Right. So that, you know, you can prove that your point of view is clearly the right point of view.
0: Yeah, and how this person thinks that this kind of behavior to myself and my two other brothers will somehow get us to change our minds and jump on board with him. When, by the way, he's the only one that has this opinion of what should happen. How he thinks that abuse and bullying will work is beyond me, except for growing up, it did work.
1: Right, because no one ever told him that he might want to think about relating to people in a different way. Correct, correct. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of a cliche you attract more flies with honey. Absolutely. There you go.
0: Absolutely. So, speaking of this, I would like to read a quote from the unfortunately recently deceased Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which, by the way, She was a champion, a champion in fighting for women's rights. Yeah. If you don't know much about her, I strongly recommend to watch the documentary about her. It is called RBG. Yeah. And it's It's a great one. It's great. It's phenomenal. I think you and I watched it like when we were first dating. And that was honestly the first time I knew anything about her because being raised super conservative, nobody gave a shit about any woman.
1: Right. Especially
0: a liberal woman
1: who is where it's supposed to be all men. She isn't going to overturn Roe v. Wade. And if that's your agenda, then you won't like her.
0: Yeah. So one thing she was famous for saying was, fight for the things you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. Mm, Which is beautiful. Like, fight for what you feel, but do it in a way that people will get on board. And this is something that my brother
1: has not done. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. To me, that speaks to any sort of evangelizing, any Mm -hmm. kind of cause you have, anything that you're passionate about. How on earth can you get people to see your point of view if you're just berating them, you're bullying them, you're tearing them down, you're telling them that their point of view is shit, Mm -hmm. essentially? Mm -hmm. That's not a way to get people to come to your side. Right. And see your point of view. Right. Right. And
0: the people who are never going to see your point of view, they're not going to start seeing it if you berate them. And I understand having the anger and wanting to yell out, especially when people's views are so damaging and harmful. I totally get that. I'm just saying don't expect them to probably ever agree with you, but for sure not if you're yelling and screaming at them. And in the case of family, because myself and two of my brothers have been yelled at Mm -hmm. and disrespected and bullied and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This relationship is now hugely damaged. Yeah. So just a little, that's what's going on. A little bit of that's That's what's going on. It is. I don't know how it's going to end up, but for now, I'm just kind of huge boundary. Well, the good thing is you and your parents are great. Yeah. Yeah. And the one brother, um, he and I were not great. We were able to have a nice conversation, and now we are getting along very well,
1: which is nice. that's fantastic. Yeah. Moving on. Okay, moving on. So those in Utah have been hearing some ads for a general conference, right? (laughs) (laughs) Listeners in Utah, raise your hand. Hey, Mormons, (laughs) know your audience, you dumbasses. (laughs) So I've been trying to get to the bottom of this with Spreaker, our host, Mm -hmm. our hosting site, and they have no idea what's going on. So it's a third party, you guys. It's not either the LDS Church or BYU putting these ads Someone's sneaking in some ads. It's a third party, and so we can't track it down. I said in an email to this spreaker lady, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I said, many of our Utah listeners have told us about it, the ad, and they think it's hilarious or perhaps troubling and creepy, (laughs) depending (laughs) on who you are, (laughs) that BYU or the church or someone is sponsoring an ex-Mormon podcast. My partner Shelly, the ex-Mormon joked that it's like getting 0.0000001% of her tithing money back. (laughs) And the lady responded, LOL, that's very funny. (laughs) But no resolution there yet. Yeah. So if if you hear hear these (laughs) ads... Just and know that we're getting a little bit of money yeah, from pay- them. I mean, it's <laughs> it's
0: pennies, but it's something. And yeah. it's also hilarious that the church is wasting its money on an audience who will never go back to the church.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's one of the things I said in our correspondence is that they don't want to sponsor us any more than we want them to. Yeah, so. yeah. But until yeah. they get that change,
0: just smile when it comes on and be like, those dumbasses. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But I think
1: that's hilarious. So we yeah. haven't figured out who's paying for that ad. Yeah, I don't know. So, Shelly, what's next on your
0: list? Well, you know, when we first started podcasting, other podcasters would tell us, you know, people don't want to hear a bunch of chit-chat at the beginning of your podcast. Mm-hmm. Listen, we have a lot of announcements. We don't know where else to put it, so here it is at the beginning.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Do so you have another announcement?
0: I do. On November 21st, that will be our 100th episode.
1: woo woo! woo! How about that?
0: I think it's pretty damn awesome. We will be celebrating that episode in a way that we will be involving our channel members and our Patreons. Our patrons on Patreon? Our patrons on Patreon. (laughs) Anyway, God, Patreon. Why did you pick that name? It's so fucking bad. (laughs) Get it together. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, channels members and Patreon members, please check the updates. Up until then, we have a special,
1: what do you want to call it? A special opportunity. Sure. Uh, We're going to put you on the show. Mm -hmm. We want to hear from you. We want you to submit an audio file up to about three minutes. Just uh, whatever story... Maybe not like so. Then I went fishing, and then my butt got caught on a hook. That's a pretty um, good story, actually. <laughs> so then the bishop gave me a priesthood blessing.
0: <laughs>
1: what was it consecrated and anointed or something? I made him consecrate my butt. <laughs> okay, that is a good story. Yeah, <laughs> I, I retract my comment about it. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So more to come mm-hmm. on that. But that should be pretty cool. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I can't believe we're going to hit 100. And that will actually be— Our last episode of the year, we're going to be taking— Our last
1: sort of formal episode. Yeah, our last,
0: like, normal-ish. Yes. Our last Mary and Shelley episode Mm -hmm. of the year. Uh, We're going to be taking, again, our five-week, six-week break, whatever it is, like we did last year, to just really recuperate. And work on other stuff, work on other things, sleepy shorts. (laughs) Yes, sleepy shorts that we still have to finish up. Anyway, we're not gonna leave you hanging. We have had a few badass podcasters offer to help us out by recording episodes to fill in while we are gone. So we're not gonna
1: leave you. Yep, we got some amazing guest hosts who are gonna be uh, taking on that mantle, shall we say. (laughs) All right, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that, actually. I think that's gonna be really neat. Yeah. Okay, so, Shelly, let's move on what to you a want to segment. <gasps> yeah, this is the one we introduced last week. It's called what they,
0: said, what, they said. what they Said to Get into the Group. This is one of my favorite things, by the way, when our badass, awesome LDL podcast discussion group admins, that would be Alice, Jessa, and Jamie, they like to gather the most interesting answers to the entry questions and send them to us. So it makes us smile and laugh every time.
1: I love those ladies, Mm -hmm. and we couldn't do it without them. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much for moderating, et cetera, the group. Yes. This is our Latter-day Lesbian Podcast discussion group on Facebook. Why is this so long? I I don't know. (laughs) Every time. I want to differentiate. Every time. I'm
0: slipped (laughs) up by that thing. I wanted to differentiate between (laughs) the page and the discussion group.
1: Yeah, I understand. Okay, good. It's just, maybe it's because Latter-day Lesbian Podcast is already a mouthful. Mm, That's true. Hey, you named it, so that's on you, girl. Oh, my God. (laughs) If I had a time machine, what I would do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so today's what they said to get into the group. More about what's a foon pot, because these are just too great, you guys. Mm -hmm. One response says, friendly, united Methodist pointers of the day. Nope. (laughs) I don't know. We're called Latter-day Lesbian. We let them in any anyway, day. But we do talk about other religions That's sometimes. True. Good point. But that is pretty funny. Someone else says, just started the podcast. Maybe fucking upsetting Mormon Point of the Day. Pretty accurate. Pretty good. Kind of sums it up. <laughs> <laughs> this one's funny. Oh my God. So many new acronyms to learn during a faith crisis, LOL. I don't know yet. <laughs> okay, go deal with your faith
0: crisis. Yes. It's okay. Yes, we will post what the acronyms <laughs> are. We didn't intend to have all these acronyms, by the way, when we started. It just kind of happened. Actually, I think a listener came up with pod.
1: Yeah, we had just said fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. We didn't actually shorten it. Yeah, yeah. not our fault. We use it now, but not our fault. <laughs> That's funny. Well, here's one. Fucking unbelievable mistresses proud of their doings yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome oh and this is hilarious i'm gonna try to do it justice okay ready oh, okay Foom pod doom pod do dee doo. <laughs> i've got a perfect puzzle for you fucked up mormon phrase of the day what are these culties trying to say? <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> I
0: was a little jazzy there at the end. <laughs> you can't help it. Uh, that was awesome. Anytime you send in a
1: sing-songy answer,
0: typically Mary will let your ass in immediately. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: <laughs> so that was what they said to get into the group. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sending in your fucked up entries. I love nice. it. I love it. <laughs>
0: Speaking of Foom Pod. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting on one for a while, and I'm ready to do it.
1: Oh, should we uh, cue music? hmm I got to say it. I I got to say it. Cue to say- music. God damn it. It's the Fucked Up Mormon Phrase of the Day.
0: All right. Today's Fucked Up Mormon Phrase of the Day is brought to you by Heather R. Thank you, Heather. hmm And the word is, or the phrase is, Little
1: White Bible. Little White Bible. That's what I said. It can't be as obvious as the Book of Mormon. That can't be right. What about some stupid thing you— Well, it's going to
0: be stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't mean you get it right. You could say, at the beginning of every of your answers the food pod, should be,
1: what about the stupid— Yeah, dot, dot, dot. Maybe it's some sort of thing you read in primary, like some little kid thing. No. They call it the Little White Bible. No. Maybe maybe the Book of Mormon is elevated so high no. over the Old and New Testament that they have to call that, oh, the cute little white Bible, <laughs> no. so cute. But we've got the Book of Mormon. <laughs> uh-uh. Do you want me just to— Pearl just... of Great Price? No. Doctrine and Covenants? Nope. Okay, I don't know what this is. Buzzer? <clears throat> you know, I have an actual sound effect Oh, for that's that. right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I like making the buzzer sound. Leave that in, Dan.
0: mm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, the Little White Bible is actually the missionary handbook. Oh, geez. This is the handbook that missionaries basically memorize practically that shows them pretty much what to do every second of their day uh, while they're on their missions. Because, you know, Mormons like to say, oh, you have your agency. Well, no, that's, we all know that's bullshit. It's like, well, sure, you can choose to not follow the missionary handbook or the Little White Bible and go straight to hell. Or you can be 100% completely obedient to this missionary handbook and be glorified. Well,
1: won't your companion tell on you if you don't do everything right?
0: Very possibly so. Okay god now granted the one i'm reading from uh was the one that came out before they decided to go ahead and allow sisters to wear pantsuits (laughs) (laughs) thanks (laughs) patriarchy so i'm just skipping through and finding some funny shit here's one this is about dress and grooming Okay? okay be neat and clean bathe daily if possible use deodorant Here's my point. (laughs) If your ass is not mature enough to know that you need to bathe and wear deodorant, (laughs) you are not mature
1: enough to go out there and preach to people about how to be saved. Mm -hmm. This seems like a talk given to a 14-year-old adolescent boy who who is just starting to wear deodorant. You know Uh what I mean? Yeah. Not like a grown-ass man. It's like I tell my 14-year-old, dude,
0: deodorant, let's go. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is Simon 14 already? Is that right?
0: He's 13. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Skipped a year. He'll be 14 this month, though. He will?
1: Yes. And we're going
0: to be gone. We're going to be gone. Oh my I, will God. Be, I will be gone for Simon and Genevieve's birthday. Aww. That just goes to show how important this thing is that we are doing.
1: With your parents. That I
0: am doing um, with my parents. But we'll have a big party for the both of them when we get back. No worries. Okay. Oh, no, wait. This is fun. This is for the men. Keep your hair relatively short and evenly tapered. Extreme or faddish styles, including spiked, permed. <laughs> who gets perms? <laughs> permed or bleached hair or a shaved head are not appropriate. Sideburns should reach no lower than the middle of the ear. They're telling you oh my god, where you have to cut your sideburns. <laughs> Grown-ass adults who, by the way, are paying to go on this mission. Right, right, right. And right. yet you're going to control them completely. This is a voluntary mission that these yeah, you should Children be grateful are that, for. that
1: these young people aren't even doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jewelry for the boys. Do not wear earrings, necklaces, or any kind of bracelets. Tattoos, nose rings, other body piercings, or toe rings are not acceptable. How are they going to see the toe I ring? I know,
1: like if you're... <laughs> <laughs> we'll know. I, okay. <laughs> so, and then they should add, or flip-flops. Yeah, it's true, because, <laughs> because then we'll see. that's the only way you'd see the toe ring.
0: I mean, let's pretend that—so here's two elders sitting on a couch studying their scriptures. You know, they're not wearing their suits yet, and one of them has a toe ring. Is this driving the spirit out? Is the other missionary like,
1: ah, oh, raising his arms to the square and like, depart? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> he could be like, 1990 called and want their toe jewelry back. I'm going to start wearing toe jewelry. <laughs>
0: I remember I used to, but it always irritated me.
1: <laughs> when was that even popular? It was like early 90s, wasn't yeah, it? I think
0: yeah. So Anyway, <laughs> sisters— we're going to talk about modesty. Oh, this by should be good. Yeah, yeah. Just to let you know, elders don't have a section on modesty. No. Yeah, oh, no. of
1: course not. Why would they need one?
0: No. <laughs> so, sisters, modesty it's hottest-y. is hottest. It's <laughs> hottest. So, here's what you're supposed to wear and not wear uh, wear clothing that is neither too tight nor too loose. Oh, my gosh. Oh, okay, so, okay gonna, Goldilocks. How are right? you going to figure that out? <laughs> How do I find the clothing that's just <laughs> right? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, is not transparent or revealing in any way, such as sheer, tight, or stretch fabrics.
1: Oh, God. So specific.
0: I know. <laughs> the rules for the women are always, like, so exact. Uh-huh. Does not draw attention to any part of the body. <laughs> let's talk about this. Uh, when I was nursing babies, my boobs were enormous. <laughs> so let's imagine, not that there's anyone nursing babies on their mission, but there are women, obviously, who have enormous boobs. Sure. So you can either wear something that fits your midsection, but is tight on your boobs. Yeah. Or you could wear something that is loose on your boobs, but is like a tent. Which, by the way, you're not allowed to wear super loose-fitting clothing. It's got to be somewhere in between. <laughs> but this is so subjective. It is, but clearly men are making the rules. Has this ever been an issue where they're like, that's too loose, sister? Is that a I would thing? imagine, right? I, well, an issue, meaning in some dude's head. Okay um let's see well-groomed blah 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 it's not casual wrinkled sloppy or faddish
1: What's Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh, fad, not fat-ish. <laughs> I was God. like, wait a minute. No
0: fad. Fad. I would say that a current fad is where you wear a t-shirt under a spaghetti strap top. <laughs> I, I feel don't like do that. a current
1: fad is mom jeans. I've never been able to pull off the high waisted thing. No, because I have a short torso. Yeah, it looks like my pants are swallowing me from the bottom up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they go right under your underboob, <laughs> pretty much. Tuck them up. Uh, I don't do well with those because um, where I carry my weight is in my gut, likely because of all the children that I have birthed. There so, you go.
1: Or maybe I, the beer you drink. Yeah, um, could be. <laughs> could be. Anyway. Who needs underwire when you have a high-waisted <laughs> pant? <laughs> Your mom jeans are
0: like a girdle and an underbra all in one. All, all in one. Is
1: it Spanx or is it just <laughs> high-waisted pants? I don't know.
0: But regardless, the women are not allowed to wear them on their missions, so it doesn't fucking matter. Because it's faddish. Yeah, it's faddish, mm-hmm. and they're not allowed to wear jeans. okay so outfits should consist of suits oh maybe they did allow this now huh skirt and blouse combinations skirt and jacket combinations dresses or jumpers
1: jumpers i wish they'd put the word smart in there like smart pantsuit (laughs) again mary shows her age okay they should be tailored
0: to fit well and be conservative in style and tailored
1: who has money for tailoring i don't know (laughs)
0: You know, for a religion that should be teaching Christianity, they sure are fucking focused on the outward appearance.
1: Oh, for sure they are. I wonder if Jesus tailored his his robes. robes. His homeless robes? His homeless robes. (laughs)
0: And my ass bets that he had a toe ring. <laughs> I was just going to say sandals. that. With his rockin' sandals. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, you're actually not allowed to show your toes. You have to wear closed-toed shoes. So Jesus broke all them damn rules.
1: Yeah, that's why it's like the toe ring thing is so specific and stupid because you're not wearing sandals or flip-flops. Yeah, the person would only see you
0: wearing them would be your companion, like, when you get out of bed. Ah, toe and if ring. they're studying
1: your feet that much, there's something creepy going on. <laughs> or lovely. <laughs> Right. Your companion may be trying to tell you something. Uh-huh. I, say, <laughs> Funny. Tell him, I say tell him back. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, skirts
0: should reach mid-calf or longer. Mm. If there's a slit, it should not reach above the knee. T-shirts, sweatshirts, golf-style shirts. <laughs> so no lesbians. <laughs> They're not allowed? They're not allowed. <laughs>
1: no golf shirts? Nope,
0: not allowed. Or other casual shirts, pants, and pantsuits are inappropriate. Do the men not get to wear golf shirts either? Um. No. Uh, men have to have, like, white shirts and ties. I see. Now they will allow them to wear colored shirts. Oh.
1: Just because they're
0: trying to be more not looking like dorks. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to hear about jewelry for the women?
1: Yes. Yes, I do. Okay, here's our
0: accessories. Jewelry and other accessories should be simple and should not attract attention. Do not wear more than one earring in each ear. Of course not. Of course not. Or you not. will never get married because your dickish, um, almost fiancé, will think that you did not quietly... And quickly obey. <laughs> right. That's from last episode. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Tattoos, nose rings, other body piercings, or toe rings. What mm-hmm. is their deal with toe rings? Not <laughs> I don't acceptable. Know. I never so noticed funny. this before, but what the hell? <laughs> What's with the foot fetish, Mormon dudes? It's fucking weird. It is weird. Uh, then wash your hair frequently. The style and the length of your hair should be easy to manage and should not call attention to itself. Makeup <laughs> also should not call attention to itself.
1: What the fuck? I know. So who is that douchey All elder?
0: Right, Bednar.
1: No, but who is who? the one who said put on a little lipstick? Oh, God. And um, be charming. Balor. Yeah. Okay. So they want a little bit. But not too much. But don't be a much. whore. Okay. Again, this is a subjective call. Mm-hmm. Who gets to decide when your makeup is appropriate and when it's too much? Shall I tell you who gets to decide? The man. It will
0: be the man <laughs> who is actually typically younger than the woman. So it will be the elder who was like, the district leader or the zone president, who was nine times out of ten younger than the women missionaries because of the age differentiation of when they allow them to serve a mission. See, sure. So you've got some, some bratty-ass-ass ass kisser mm. going to report you to the mission president.
1: Bratty-ass-ass ass kisser?
0: Yes. Well, Sister So-and-so, I heard a rumor that she wore a toe ring. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, you know, she had a little bit too much blush on, and it was very distracting. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, or her bun was just not— was too faddish. <laughs> she had a faddish <laughs> bun. What the fuck that is. <laughs> all right. So there's that. Now we go on to the schedule. Let's hear it. Okay. They're going to tell you what to do. Okay. 6.30 a.m. Arise, pray, exercise, and prepare for the day. Oh, my God. 7.30 is breakfast.
1: Wait, you're doing all that in an hour? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. 7.30 breakfast. You only have 30 minutes for that because at 8 o'clock, you're doing personal study. Book of Mormon, other scriptures, missionary library, blah, blah, blah. Then at 9 o'clock, you do companion study, which is where you share with your companion what you learned in the last hour studying by yourself.
1: Oh, my God. And then at 10
0: o'clock, you begin proselytizing or studying the language that you have to learn. You may take an hour for lunch, okay?
1: Mm -hmm. Dinner
0: should be finished no later than 6 p.m. Why? At 9 o'clock, you return to your living quarters and plan the next day's activities. 10.30, you go to bed. They tell Whoa. you what to do every freaking minute.
1: This is when you do this. This is when you do that. If I eat that early, I need a snack in the evening. I'm sure. You when even- is TV watching and popcorn?
0: Um, is that on it's there? No. Oh, okay. There's no Netflix no, binging. No. Okay. That's lame. But wait, you also get a preparation day. What does that mean? It's P day, which could have been a food pod, but I fucked it. Um, <laughs> so this is a preparation day that you get to take care of personal needs, such as writing to your family, washing your clothes, getting a haircut, cleaning your apartments. You get one day. One day a week? or Yes, but you arise at 6.30
1: a.m. They even tell you how to spend that day. Uh,
0: Yeah. You follow the regular study schedule, and then instead of proselytizing, you get to have your preparation. But it's got to end by 6 p.m., and then after 6 p.m., you go out and proselytize. Oh, you have to go door-to-door
1: in the evening? (laughs) Door-to-door! Yep. Oh, my dear Jesus. Nobody Mm -hmm. wants to be—okay, speaking of the Netflix binging, Mm -hmm. ding-dong, 7 p.m., Nobody wants to deal with that in the evening. No, or ever, really. Well, for sure, yeah, not ever.
0: Well, now during COVID, it turns out that missionaries are just sitting in their um, apartments and sending out random Facebook messages, joining Facebook groups, and then kind of proselytizing, being all sneaky and shit. So they're no longer going door to door? I don't think so. Hmm. Not during COVID anyway.
1: Yeah, are people actually serving missions right now? Yeah. Are they going to the MTC and the whole business? I think. Huh.
0: I don't know. Someone write in and tell me.
1: Do we have anyone on the inside? We had someone on the inside. We did. We did. I
0: actually just sent him an email recently to check on him, um, like today, like this morning. Oh, that's nice. I'm pretty nice. So let's talk
1: (laughs) about cultural
0: and recreational activities. Okay. Cultural
1: and recreational activities. Yes, let's, uh, let's talk about that.
0: Cultural and recreational activities should help you work more productively during the rest of the week. You may, for example, visit such places as historical sites, cultural centers, museums, art galleries, zoos, and special exhibits.
1: When are you supposed to have time to do that? I, I don't... On, on your day, preparation I guess. day? Like
0: hurry and do the laundry and then we'll go to the zoo. Mm-hmm. We've got to be done by six. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> use mission vehicles only for official purposes or as authorized by your mission president. So I guess you got to walk to the zoo because you're not allowed to use it for...
1: you got to figure out your own transportation, right? Basically. Stay with your
0: companion during all activities. Stay so your... you
1: have to do something with this person all the time. Yeah, you don't get to like
0: hang out at the zoo by yourself.
1: What or if with... you don't get along with them?
0: Oh... Uh, listeners, raise your hand if you're a return missionary and you have a story about not getting along with your companion.
1: It just seems like that would be inevitable. Mm -hmm. As much as you possibly could get along with them, the chances are just as likely that you would not get along with them. Well, and even if you do at the
0: beginning, 24-7 is a long time to be with someone.
1: Yes, yes, it is, Shelley.
0: Is it, Mary? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've been away from each other's sight. Like.
1: <laughs> it's a good thing we get along. It's a good thing. Ooh, will you be my mission companion? I will. Will What's you wear our- a toe ring? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, all of them. <laughs> You'd be like, clank, clank, clink, clink. clink, clink. <laughs> right, you'll know I'm coming.
0: <laughs> That's funny. It is funny. Uh, okay, stay with your companion. Avoid gathering in large groups of missionaries when you visit public places. What,
1: what's that mean? I don't, I don't understand. Know,
0: maybe they look like a, like a horde of gangsters. I don't know. I don't freaking know. <laughs> so here's the part that I love. This is safety. Okay. Recreational activities must be safe. Never go swimming or take part in water sports. Ever? On your mission on P-Day. Is this where the uh, old husband's tale came from about Satan rules the waters and that's why, you know, we don't swim on Sunday and we don't swim when we're on missions because Satan's out to get you?
1: I guess they just don't want missionaries to ever be in a bathing suit.
0: That's what it is.
1: They want them to be like in their proper attire when they're out in public at all times. That's a good point. Maybe that's it. It's a modesty issue. It's modesty is hodesty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Avoid activities that may restrict your physical ability the rest of the week or cause injury. So no bungee jumping. Um, that's not included here, but it does say <laughs> contact sports, winter sports, motorcycling, horseback riding, mountain or rock climbing, riding in private boats or airplanes, handling firearms, fireworks or explosives of any kind or similar activities.
1: You can't have your gun?
0: Just kidding. No. Okay, I love this one. Are you ready? If you, I can't believe all that's in there. That's what my point is. Like it's just every little thing. That's why they call. They jokingly call it the little white bible. It's not called. Don't get it, on a horse. No, you might risk your virginity. <laughs> okay. If you play basketball, volleyball, or another sport, do not allow the situation to become intense or competitive. For example, <laughs> do not keep score.
1: Really? Ah, it's right That's there. That's in there? It's right there. Because <laughs> you can't be shown to be like, dude, I totally schooled you. No, you can't. It can't you be You can't show too much emotion, probably.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. The purpose of recreational activity is exercise that will help you meet the physical demands of your work. Competitive games easily lead to injury or fatigue, which interfere with the work. If you play basketball... Play only half court. What? (laughs) That's in there? It's in there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, how do missionaries read this and not be like, this is bullshit?
1: Yeah, for sure. I just can't even believe how specific this thing is. Can't you, though? You know, they should publish this on purpose so that would-be missionaries will read through this stupid thing and be like, oh, hell yeah, no. Oh, hell no. I love my full-court <laughs> competitive Half keeping court. score That's game. That's a
0: deal-breaker. <laughs> <laughs> the deal-breaker should be that, wait, they're telling me, like, what kind of basketball I can play. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Oh, dear God. Oh, okay. In. There's obviously a big old section about wearing the temple garment, but I'll just read this portion of it. You should not remove either entirely or partially the garment for activities that can be reasonably done with the garment worn properly under the clothing. Nor should you remove it to lounge around your quarters. When you must remove the garment, you should put it back on as soon as possible.
1: You better put that on. Yeah, or
0: you're going to. That's don't know. your fire protection. Mm-hmm. The garment should never be left on the floor. When garments need to be washed, they should be placed in a laundry basket, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like, oh,
1: God, dear God, dear God. Where else am God. I going to put it? Oh, you don't want to crumple it up on the floor. Mm-mm, that, That's for yeah, sure. For some reason, <laughs> the basket is a protection.
0: You got to wait till you're a husband and then you can throw it on the floor there next to the basket and have your wife pick it up.
1: Are we speaking from experience? Experience.
0: <laughs> all right. I could literally go on all day about the little white Bible, and I will on another episode because we kind of have to get to the temple stuff.
1: We got some stuff to cover. We keep
0: promising to get through the temple and <sighs> um, we're chipping away because it is long and boring. Thanks for uh, staying tuned with the temple episodes. We're actually getting a lot of responses from Nevermolds saying how much they loved these episodes because they had no fucking idea the and craziness.
1: confusing. Oh, yeah. I'm still confused, you guys. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that right after a quick break. Okay, be right back. We're back from our break. Oh, okay.
0: Where did we leave off in this temple mess? I think the last thing we did is we bowed our head and said yes.
1: Well, there was a handshake. Oh, yeah. We learned the handshake. Okay, we did learn
0: the same. Yes, yep, you're right. Here it is, the handshake. And then we said we were going to talk about the penalty, and then I didn't.
1: Yeah, you left him on a mm-hmm. cliffhanger.
0: Do you want to learn it? Let's learn. Okay, so what happens is we all get the handshake. Mm-hmm. And then Elohim, who is now the dude dressed in all white, like the puppeteer. (laughs) So it's just a voice, and then the guy in front is nodding and stuff. Yes. He's now going to demonstrate the penalty. On himself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the penalty, and by the way, I had to look this up because I didn't know them when I went through, and I thought, you know what, let's go back to the original penalties. So this changed when? Um, Early 90s. I don't know. I didn't go until '96. Brent went through the temple, I think, around 93, and they had changed since then. So it's like before 91, I think. And we're gonna go back to Joseph Smith's script. All right. I'm just pointing out that this is where this began. This is what was supposedly revealed from God. Let's hear it. All right, stage number one of the penalty. You promised that if basically if you tell anyone anything, that my throat be cut from ear to ear, and my tongue Torn out by its roots.
1: How do you do that to yourself? Or does someone else do that to you? Do you tear your Uh, own tongue out? um, I (laughs) mean, this feels like an episode of uh, Wentworth Mm -hmm, where Ferguson, mm -hmm. Fergie as I like to call her, Mm -hmm. cut out Lucy Goosey's. whatever Juicy Lucy. (laughs) Maybe that's how they do it.
0: I don't know if they expect you to do it yourself if you tell the secrets or if you know that that shit's what's going to happen to you.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So you
0: say, I... Your name. Covenant that I will never reveal the first token of the ironic Priesthood with its accompanying name, sign, and penalty. Rather than do so, I would suffer my life to be taken. And then you say these words of my throat be cut from ear to ear and my tongue torn out by its roots. And then— oh, yeah, Do yeah, tongues yeah.
1: have roots?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and what's the difference? Like, that is so graphic. Make sure you get the whole thing or it'll grow back. That is, is visually that? so graphic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh. So what you do here— The execution of the penalty is what it's called, and you simulate these actions. It says the participant places his or her right hand, palm down, with the thumb extended, and the tip of the thumb just under the left ear. The gesture was made by drawing the tip of the thumb swiftly across the throat until the thumb was just under the right ear, then dropping the hand and arm quickly to the side of the participant's body.
1: I feel like if there was a sound
0: effect, it would be like... Wouldn't it have been funny to make that sound effect while you're doing this? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I'm going to go back to the temple. Well, they don't do that part of it anymore. Maybe I'll just do it. Just do that. Just show everybody what that is. Mm -hmm. So after you do that, then Elohim, his voice says, that will do. While you're staring at the dude in all white.
1: That is crazy. Did they demonstrate ripping the tongue out, tearing the tongue out by its so, roots? I don't think so, but that would have been a great visual, too. <laughs> because then he'd be too. like... <laughs> <laughs> he can't speak the... Re- well, he wasn't speaking. No. Maybe that's why he doesn't talk during this whole his thing. T- his tongue's <laughs> been torn out by the root. <laughs> because he talked about it too much, see? Oh, shit. Mary, you're so onto to something here. <laughs> <laughs> they just, next to him, should have his tongue in a jar with formaldehyde.
0: Formaldehyde, yeah. That's a great idea. Mary, (laughs) you need to start a fucking religion. You have so many great ideas. I got some good
1: ideas, for sure.
0: (laughs) Now, Elohim's talking again. Jehovah. See that Adam and Eve are driven out of this beautiful garden into the lone and dreary world, where they may learn from their own experience to distinguish good from evil.
1: Well, God's really selling the rest of the planet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: The Lone—what did he call it? The Lone and Dreary World. <laughs> and by the way— You made it! Please, I know. What?
1: You did this? Like, what the fuck, Welcome bro? to the beautiful, lone, and dreary world. <laughs> May all of your dreams turn into nightmares. Oh, God. And I remember in the
0: video—and please, I hope other people recognize this as well— there's a part in the video <laughs> where it's showing like lone and dreary animals too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: lone and dreary animal <laughs> groups. What is that like a pangolin? God. They always seem very <laughs> depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a scorpion running around. Oh, my God. If there was a pangolin in the
0: movie, if you guys don't know what that is, look it up. That would have been awesome. But mm-hmm. instead, they show there's a wolf, right? And a lone it's like, wolf. And it's, like, dreary. Mangy. And it's like, caw, caw. Um, and this wolf, like, grabs something off the ground and shakes it like it's killing oh, you. Oh,
1: sure, sure, sure. But if you look up
0: close, because <laughs> they're not going to, like, turn a live chipmunk loose and let him, you know, tear it up on uh-huh. screen. It's like this round... Piece of something that's not an animal. <laughs> it's like totally fake. Somebody's wolf dog. They're like, can we use Fluffy, Fluffy, for this? <laughs> sure. He really likes these treats. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's mash them together to make him kind of look like a chipmunk. I see. That's yeah, some yeah. sort of
1: carry on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the there's wolf's the f- attacking some kind of dead thing. Yes. And then there's the part that I love, and it's says raccoon, and he's, like, washing something in water. I think raccoons are so damn cute why the way they wash a, things in water. Why is a raccoon
1: in the lone and dreary world? I guess they're lone and dreary. <laughs> 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 All right. This is so ridiculous, no, you guys. No, it's not. It's
0: perfect. <laughs> it so makes sense. Okay, so after they get cast out, then the movie starts back up again, and now it's Adam talking. They switch oh, voices, okay. and I don't know why. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's the same dude standing in white, um, but they switch up the voices. And, and you are seeing it on the movie too, or you're just hearing it? The movie's on, or he says this short paragraph and the movie comes on. I don't remember. All Either right. way, Adam says, brethren and sisters, this represents the celestial kingdom or the world in which we now live. Adam, on finding himself in the lone and dreary world, built an altar and offered prayer. And these are the words he uttered.
1: Wait, 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 <laughs> hold up. The celestial kingdom is the world we live on now. Yeah. Uh
0: uh-uh. uh. But then it's going to be glorified. Um, <laughs>
1: I'm so after confused. After the millennium. The millennium? Falcon? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This religion is bad. Wait, 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 wait. I'm back to looking at this LDS salvation chart. Okay, go. Provided by our listener, Annie. Annie. Thank you, Annie. And the telestial (laughs) telestial kingdom is part of the final judgment. It's part of those like four worlds. Which level is it? It's second from the bottom. So it goes outer darkness, then telestial kingdom, then terrestrial kingdom, and then celestial kingdom. This is all afterlife stuff. Yeah, yeah, but the earth will be baptized again. So basically you just get to hang out on earth some more when you die? That's not so bad, right?
0: Was that what that's saying? Well, but no one's hanging out anywhere until like the final judgment. Um, I'm starting to think this is all fake, you guys.: <laughs> I don't know how you could think it's fake. It makes perfect sense to the rest of us. Oh my God.
1: Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's so confusing. I know. I don't know how you even learn all this as a Mormon. It's kind of like if you learn geometry and the tables. And when you say given and when you say all the other other stuff and you don't really get it. Like, that was math for me. I just never was a math person. Mm -hmm. So you kind of learned enough to get through it. Mm -hmm. You memorize some stuff. Yeah. Proofs and whatever else. Maybe this is like that. You just memorize a bunch of shit you don't really understand. And hope that gets you through. (laughs) you hope that gets you through. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's really confusing.
0: Yeah. Do you want to hear more about the movie?
1: Yeah, but we are currently on the telestial kingdom. This is the test right Earth now. This
0: is the telestial kingdom. The same, the very same that Adam and Eve were cast out to.
1: With okay. the
0: uh mange-ridden wolf and the <laughs> raccoon washing his hands and caw, caw. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, yep, yep. All right. So movie comes on, boom, and there is Adam, because he you know, he's running the show now, and he's created an altar okay. out of like rocks and shit. And Eve still blink, 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 blink. You hear Adam say, oh, God, hear the words of my mouth. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, God, hear the words of my mouth. Oh, God. Seriously? It's, it's three times. Let me finish. Is God deaf? Must be.
1: <laughs> oh, man, turn up your oh hearing aid. Oh, God, fucking pay attention. <laughs>
0: Can I finish the last, uh-huh. oh, God? Yes. Oh, God, hear the words of of my mouth. He kind of slows it down at so the end. So he says it three times? hmm mm-hmm. And then guess who comes on screen?
1: Lucifer! Yeah,
0: Michael Bowen. <laughs> he says, I hear you. Oh, what is it you want? And Adam, who has the fucking shortest memory of any person on the planet, says, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> they just met! I think they're brothers. All right, we're going to break this down. So he doesn't recognize Lucifer, although in the Garden of Eden, Lucifer met him and introduced himself, right? Did he get a haircut? Like, what's going on? <laughs> well... Apparently, like when you're born, Mm -hmm. you leave God's presence, um, there's a veil. And so you can't remember what happened there. So maybe they're trying to say this is what happened to Adam. Now there's a veil. Now he doesn't remember. But if he doesn't remember, how does he know to pray to God? He wouldn't remember God either. That is a really
1: good point (laughs) because it's kind of like a Men in Black memory eraser. Anyway. Wait. So at what point was his memory erased? I guess when he got cast out, got it cast was probably out? somewhere
0: around the mangy wolf or the raven washing. <laughs> because hands.
1: Michael, the angel, already had his memory erased when he became Adam.
0: His, <laughs> his brain cells. <laughs> him. No wonder he looks like such a dolt. He's like, yeah.
1: Dolt? Now who's 80?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought of you when I said dolt. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a merry word. Affectionately, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Every time I think of you, it's affectionately. <laughs> All right. Okay, more. Adam says, "Who are you?" And Lucifer says, "And this is again. I'm doing Michael Bellum version of Lucifer. I am the God of this world." And then Adam, "You, the God of this world?" Lucifer, "Yes. What do you want?" And Adam, "I am looking for messengers. How would he know that he's supposed to get messengers if he has the veil?"
1: The okay, so the veil just means that you forgot what was before.
0: Yeah, because he didn't re- recognize <laughs> Lucifer, but suddenly he's remember all the shit he's supposed to do. Then
1: Lucifer says, oh,
0: you want someone to preach to you? You want religion, do you?
1: Oh, my God. There will
0: be many willing to preach to you the philosophies of men mingled with Scripture. (laughs) That's good stuff. So now there's this entire section that has been omitted completely. So apparently back in the day, Lucifer had a preacher, came with him.
1: I'm the son of a preacher, man.
0: <laughs> and by the way, I have never read this part ever in my entire life. I didn't pre-read just because I'm lazy. But this was the preacher. So Lucifer
1: is hanging around with a preacher? Yeah. May I have an amen? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand.
0: Well, I don't know. It wasn't like this when I went through the temple. Is but it this...
1: supposed to represent religions that are going to tempt you somehow? I don't know. Let's read it because I don't know.
0: Okay, Lucifer. Good morning, sir. Preacher. Good morning. A fine congregation. Lucifer. Yes, they are very good people. They are concerned about religion. Are you a preacher?
1: Wait a minute. You're not you're dropping the Michael Bellum effect. Well, because I don't know how he said it, because I've never seen it before. Oh. Do
0: you want I me just see. to use his voice? I mean it's up to you. Okay, back it up. I'm kind of bored now good? though. <laughs> 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 That's why I'm reading through it quickly. <laughs> preacher, I am. Lucifer, have you been to college and received training for the ministry? Preacher, certainly a man cannot preach unless he has been trained for the ministry. Lucifer, do you preach the orthodox religion? Preacher, yes, that is what I preach. Lucifer.
1: So you are dropping the Michael Bell. I am. Okay. I'm trying to get through it because I don't know what he would enunciate at this time. Raise your hand if you're really disappointed right now. Oh, my God. Fine. (laughs) Lucifer,
0: if you will preach your orthodox religion to these people and convert them, I will pay you well. That's probably how he said it.
1: Oh, my God. That's so much better. (laughs) Tuning back in. Okay.
0: Preacher, (laughs) I will do my best. Lucifer. Indicating Adam, here's a man who desires religion. He is very much exercised and seems to be sincere. Preacher, I understand that you are inquiring after religion.
1: <laughs> what the fuck? I you can't just believe none of this was in the temple when I went. <laughs> I just heard through the And grapevine. they're all standing by each other. <laughs> that you're interested in religion. <laughs> This guy over here just said
0: it. Maybe they took this part out because people were finally like, this is such a fucking waste of time. (laughs) Okay. And then Adam, because he's such a little brown noser, I was calling upon father. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Preacher, I'm glad to know that you were calling upon Father. Do you believe in a God who is without body, parts, or passions, who sits on the top of a topless throne, whose center (laughs) is everywhere and whose circumference is nowhere, who fills the universe and yet is so small that he can dwell in your heart, who is surrounded by myriads of beings who have been saved by grace,
1: not for any act of theirs, but by his good pleasure? Do you believe in such a great being? So basically from that, I took that you're saying that God is topless. (laughs) Is that what just happened? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know what I think this is. This what? this
0: preacher is explaining God in the way that most Christianity believes. I think that's I like see. without a body, you know, just like a floating spirit, whatever. Uh huh. And then Adam says, "I do not. I cannot comprehend such a being." And then the preacher says, that is the beauty of it. Perhaps you do not believe in a devil and in that great hell, the bottomless pit where there is a lake of fire and brimstone into which the wicked are cast, and where they are continually burning but are never consumed. Then Adam says, I do not believe in such a place. And then preacher says, my dear friend, I am sorry for you. And then Lucifer says, I am very, very, very sorry. What is it you want? To who? Who is he saying that to? to Adam? Adam. And then Adam again says, I am looking for messengers from my
1: father. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so what I think is supposed to be happening— yeah, tell me, because I can't figure it out. <laughs> is the teachings that this preacher uh-huh. you know, are trying to convey or whatever, don't fall for that, Adam. That's yeah. not the way Yeah, to that's think. bullshit.
0: We know the—yeah,
1: yes. So Mormons don't believe in, like, a— fiery, eternal hell, right? Is that what this is saying?
0: Correct. The eternal hell is being separated from God and your families.
1: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: And God is not like a floating thing. It's a, it's a human. It's a person. Not a human, God but like
1: a, a, a has man? a body. God is a man. Yeah.
0: And they say that because you're taught that God was once a human being on the earth, and so then you can someday become a God.
1: I see. Mm-hmm. If you're a man. If you have all the right parts. Mm-hmm. If you have that Y chromosome. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and if you're Mormon, don't forget that part. Oh, for sure. For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, duh. Good Lord. So, that's <laughs> hilarious. So, Jesus in the Bible was tempted by Satan
0: in yeah. the desert
1: or whatever, yeah. right? In this story, Adam is tempted by just a regular minister from whatever faith that isn't Mormonism. Well, before 1991. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Don't fall for those other religions. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Be strong,
0: Adam. Be strong. Mm-hmm. Fall for ours instead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. So that shit
0: happens, and now, of course, God has to intervene because Adam is praying, right? I'm looking for messengers. Ready for some more? Elim False voice? prophets is oh. what I would
1: say, right? Okay. False prophets. Jehovah.
0: Oh. Send down Peter, James, and John to visit the man Adam in the celestial world without disclosing their identity. Have them observe conditions generally.
1: See if Satan is there. Why would he? Like you would know Elohim. The fuck are you doing? something okay. there with your blinders and on. And here's the other thing. This is Peter, James, and John, the actual disciples of Jesus. Yes, they believed in a hell with fire and brimstone or whatever, <laughs> where eternal flames consume oh my God, you. Oh, yeah, that's such a good point. They did. <laughs> oh, if, well, I mean, they were Christians, apart. and that's Christian teachings. That's in mm-hmm, the Bible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. They believed that supposedly. Mm, mm, mm. They weren't Mormons. Uh, no, of course
0: not. <laughs> okay, see if Satan is there <clears throat> and learn whether Adam has been true to the token and sign given to him in the Garden of Eden. Have them then return and bring me word. And then, Jehovah, it shall be done, Elohim. And so then, here's like, this is all the repetition again. Peter, James, and John go down and visit. So now it's Jehovah telling it's just blah, 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 uh-huh. blah. Peter's like, it shall be done. Come, James and John. Let us go down. James says, "We will go down." John says, "We will go down." Which is funny because when you say "go down," it kind of sounds like oral sex. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. If anybody hadn't picked up on that, Shelley cleared that all up. You're welcome. For us.
0: <laughs> so now, Peter, James, and John are going down into the lone, lone and dre-
1: lone, lone and
0: dreary, dreary, dreary world. world. They never really address Eve at all. She just stands there blinking. This mm-hmm. is all man to man. Oh, for sure. Of course. Oh, and Lucifer's hanging out with Adam and Eve, by the way. They're buds, I guess. (laughs) Peter says, good morning. Lucifer says, good morning, gentlemen. Peter says, what are you doing here? And Lucifer says, observing the teaching of these people. Peter says, what is being taught? And Lucifer says, the philosophies of men mingled with Scripture. Peter says, how is this teaching received? And Lucifer says, very well, except this man does not seem to believe what is being taught.
1: Meaning Adam. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: And then Peter says to Adam, not to Eve, and they're, you know, they don't give a shit about Eve. Good morning. What do you think of this teaching? And Adam again says, I am looking for messengers from my father to teach me. (laughs) And that, by the way, was the more recent version. Let me go back to pre 1991. Where Peter says, can you give us some idea concerning it? So, like, what's the religion about? And Adam says, they preach of a God who is without body parts or passions, who is so large that he fills the universe, and yet is so small that he can dwell in your—that thing. And then he goes, uh to me, it is
1: a mass of confusion. So, I'm going to have to agree to disagree with Adam. What? Weird. I feel like if I'm going to believe in a God, that being Mm -hmm. is sort of everywhere, is part of all the universe, you know, mm-hmm. and is small enough to be in, like, um, I don't know, a tree leaf or inside someone. I, I That's what I think. I don't think it's, like, a person. Well, this is um, the teachings of man. I guess me and scripture. Lucifer are fuds. <laughs> Whiny little Adam
0: says, I'm looking for messengers from Father to teach me. Mm-hmm. And Peter says, that is good. Have you any tokens or signs? And Lucifer interrupts, kind of steps in front. Have you any money? and then peter says we have sufficient for our needs like all calm and shit what do they need money for
1: what does anyone need money for in the garden of eden there's nothing to
0: buy (laughs)
1: who's selling No, they're not in the
0: garden of eden anymore they're in the lone and dreary world but at this time there's like four people who are you gonna buy shit from (laughs) (laughs) Makes no sense. Makes no sense. Your
1: money's no good here. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) There's nothing to buy. No. And there's no no one selling anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is goofy.
0: So when Lucifer says you can buy anything in this world for money, Peter gets all concerned and turns to Adam. Do you sell your tokens or signs for money? You have them, I presume.
1: On eBay. (laughs) (laughs) No one uses eBay
0: anymore. On Craigslist. (laughs) Okay, Adam says in his like dopey voice, I have them, but I do not sell them for money. I hold them sacred. I'm looking for the further light and knowledge Father promised to send me. And then Peter said, that is right. We commend you for your integrity. Good day. We shall probably visit you again.
1: So they leave. Why wasn't Adam like, whoa, hold up. What's money? What is Are that? you trying to make sense of nonsense, Mary? <laughs> Just go to that ATM over there by that
0: bush. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so now this is a great line from Michael Ball and Lucifer. He looks at the camera and he has like a clenched fist. Now is the great day of my power. I reign from the rivers to the ends of the earth. There is none who dares to molest or make afraid. Ka ka. You know, there's all that <laughs> going on. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: and the other thing that is subtle, not so subtle about Lucifer bringing the preacher Like, the preacher to me, from my basic Christian upbringing, Mm -hmm. made complete sense. Mm -hmm. Yet, he's in Lucifer's pocket, or the other way around. Oh, yeah. So, don't listen to other faiths, because they will lead you astray.
0: Absolutely, because you look at when this religion was invented. It was invented in the time of the big religion revival going on in the United States. Mm -hmm. Of all the different religions, everyone starting new shit, everyone arguing about who was right. And so, of course, Mormonism is born, and you have to point out that everyone else is in Satan's pocket. Right. Because you are the one true.
1: And this script was a stage play that was performed in temples. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Maybe like a road show. Oh, my (laughs) God. It
1: must have taken forever to Uh get through.
0: So we're almost done with this portion, but let me throw in this uh, last conversation between the preacher and Lucifer, which, by the way, I've never read because I never saw this. After Lucifer is like, there is none who dares to molest or make afraid. The preacher says... Shall we ever have any apostles or prophets? Lucifer says, no. However, there may be some who will profess revelation or apostleship. If so, just test them by asking that they perform a great miracle, such as cutting off an arm. Oh, my (laughs) God.
1: (laughs) Clearly, Shelley hadn't read this part before. (laughs) Tearing your tongue out by the roots. It's like, it's
0: like if the Jehovah's Witnesses show up and they're like, we're apostles from the Lord. You would just Here. say, oh yeah? Cut off your arm. <laughs> Prove it. Oh,
1: whew, okay. That's a miracle? Cutting well, off your I, arm? I, I, I was about to say the same
0: <laughs> thing. Um, perform a great miracle such as cutting off an arm or some other member <laughs> oh, of the body. and Bobbitt. Rest- <laughs> <laughs> Lorena. Lorena Bobbitt's going to crush this. <clears throat> cutting off some other member of the body and restoring it so that the people may know that they have come with power. So if someone comes preaching, you need to be like, um... Show me a miracle. Cut off your penis and make it come back. Oh,
1: (laughs) okay. All right. (laughs) Anyway... Yeah, we're going to stop there. Ooh, well, that is a great note to leave on. Mm-hmm. I would think mm-hmm. next mm-hmm. week will cut. be basically th- Shelley's instructing everybody to cut off their penis, only if they can regrow it because <laughs> the, <laughs> that would be some. That would be a feat. I mean, right?
0: Yep. Uh, next week we'll talk about Peter James and John reporting back. Blah blah blah. Oh yes, next week is when Peter raises his arm to the square and casts Lucifer out.
1: Okay. Well, he just
0: keeps getting kicked out of every place. Poor can't
1: guy. wait for that. <laughs> right. Uh, should we take a little break and get into some Patreon stuff and Marco Polo channels? Let's take the break. Be right back. We are back with the patrons for the week. What do we got? You know, and I think I want to take the
0: first initial of their last name and use a descriptive word for what we feel about the Little White Bible slash Missionary Handbook. What do you think? How many do we have this week? Five. Five. Exactly five. Exactly five. Of course. We're back up to exactly five. All right. Ready? Page number one, Becky B. Bible as a little white. I was going to say bullshit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's go with bullshit. Oh. Becky Bec- Bullshit, thanks for joining us. Or Becky, if you don't really want bullshit as a last name. <laughs> I'm thinking beards are not allowed. As I'm- in the women cannot grow them? <laughs> You know what? If you're a woman who can grow a badass beard, all the power to you. Uh,
0: not on your mission. <laughs> no, no one's allowed a beard, even though
1: Jesus had a beard.
0: That's hysterical. Anyway, Becky, you decide if you want to be bullshit or beard. Totally yep. up to up you. Up to you. Next patron, Amanda
1: P. P. Oh, I remember this one. What preparation day? P day. Becky P day. That's where you're not allowed to go swimming. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Or any water sports. No, no water sports.
0: And only half court basketball half and court. no keeping score. <laughs> and don't ride a horse, for God's sake. <laughs> Next one, Sunday Z. Z? That's how, a hard one. How are we gonna do that one? How about like zzz, like you're sleeping? You know how that people write Z Z Z Z for your sleeping? Oh, okay. Meaning that the little white Bible tells you when you sleep and when you don't. And when you wake up. Mm-hmm. So Sunday Z. That. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all we have. Look, it's your fault for having a Z last name. It's very difficult. Okay. Give now- us something we can work with here, people. <laughs> <laughs> We're not miracle workers. Okay, Elliot F.
1: F. Like, fuck this shit. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> or how about Fad Faddish.
0: <laughs> well, that's right. You can't wear anything that's like
1: faddish. Faddish, which yeah. is a terrible word, it by is. the way.
0: But now it's your last name. <laughs> so congrats. Sorry, Elliot. Faddish. <laughs> Lastly, Caitlin, why?
1: Oh, why? Like, y'all, this is so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're just going to have to go with that because there's nothing else in that little white Bible that stands out. You'd think that there would be because there's everything. (laughs) Exactly. Sorry, Caitlin, we tried. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. If y'all have anything better, let us know. Let's move on to Marco Polo Channel. We have one, and it is Jill S. Jill S. What do you want to use for S? S. Uh, sideburn, as in don't let your sideburns, Jill, get below midpoint of your ear. Yeah,
0: don't (laughs) fuck around with that. That will invite an evil spirit. Oh, for sure.
1: All right, well, thank you all new patrons and Marco Polo channel members. Mm -hmm. If you would like to join us on Patreon, that would be amazing. Oh, wait, speaking of Patreon, we recorded an after show while we were at the beach. Yep. That is in my queue for mm-hmm, editing. I mm-hmm. uh, might get to that in the next six months. Just kidding. <laughs> I will try to get on that soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you would like to join us, please visit patreon.com slash latterdaylesbian to sign up. And for Marco Polo Channel's video messaging, for more info, just go to our website, latterdaylesbian.org slash polo. And I think that's it. I think That'll do it. I think we're wrapped up here. I think so.
0: You know, I didn't mean it to be so long, but as I started diving into the Little White Bible,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> there's
0: just so much. There's a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and also this crazy crap with the temple stuff with a preacher. I didn't mm-hmm. even see that coming. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Mm-hmm. Woo! Long one today. Mm-hmm. Thanks for hanging with us. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. We also appreciate Dan at Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. Thank you. And everyone else, please steer clear of those stupid cults. They are no... Joke. No joke at all. Talk to everybody later. Bye.